Hello and welcome to Wine, Spirits, and, and witches. witches. This is Monica. And I'm Shauna, and we're your high priestess for this evening. Today we are joined by our darling astro witch, Miss Taddy McCoy. Woohoo! Hello out there, everybody. Hi, Taddy. How you doing? I'm doing well. Just yeah. riding it all out. How are you? I'm hanging in there. We're all hanging in there. Yep. Yep. I'm, I want to just start with the silver lining, living in Los Angeles, mm-hmm. not sitting in traffic has been really healthy for me. Oh, I'm dude, I, know. <laughs> I think it's, I'm going to be really sad about that. I've only been on the freeway, I think like maybe four times since this whole thing started, but it's been marvelous. And I'm going to be really upset when uh, we all get our freedom and we're back to like rush hour bumper to bumper. Yeah, that I don't miss. That's for sure. Yeah, but the earth is healing. That's a good thing. That's what's going on right now. See the earth healing. So that's one positive thing from this this plague, for sure. I don't know if you guys have noticed, but I've noticed a ton of birds out, like way more than normal. Yeah, I have a mockingbird every night. His name is Bruce. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I have never heard this many birds either it's it's absolutely it's my favorite thing at night i just open my window hang out with bruce it's wonderful yeah they have like 32 different vocalizations or something like that they can do it's pretty amazing i just think it's really funny with mockingbirds because you know i remember as a kid they would always mimic car alarms yep and now they mimic cell phones yeah they (laughs) mimic dogs barking creaky gates cars yeah phones it's amazing they're pretty yeah cats meowing they do it all but they drive you crazy right what do they what do they mean do you know like what they what they symbolize what magpie god i'm not off the top of my head i can't think but is a magpie uh, and a mockingbird the same thing oh oh, i'm sorry mockingbird um no it's not the same thing but i would have to look it up i I don't know off the top of my head that's one i don't remember yeah So I'll look that up for you. Got you. Well, for those of you that might be listening a little bit later after this has been recorded for a while, um, we're we're still in our COVID-19 quarantine, just trucking it out. Um, I want to thank everybody that has been working the front lines and working in hospitals and just, you know, everything that everyone's been doing. I want to thank everyone else that's been staying home and being responsible uh, it, it really means to some people, it means life and death. So thank you so much. Yes, I agree. I did know that. Yes. Yeah. And also as much as we will speak to May 1st being Beltane, uh, May 1st is also traditionally May Day, which is a workers. It's, it's, it's always been a day for strikes and for workers issues. And I want to support and tell all of the workers that did strike at Amazon, Instacart, I think Target and FedEx on May 1st. Thank you and we support you and we hope that you made some headway with your hard work on May 1st. Yes, absolutely. Cheers to that one. Cheers to that one. So it's actually May 2nd today. So we totally missed uh, doing an episode about Beltane. So before we dive right into our May astrology and what our forecast looked like, um, we're going to talk just a little bit about Beltane um, and fill you guys in because even though it was yesterday, you know, like sometimes people celebrate a little bit late, that's okay, but you're still definitely feeling, you know, the energy of the holiday. You're feeling the wheel turn. Absolutely. Yes. And May Day or Beltane is the day of the union of the God and the goddess. And it's a very sexual holiday. It's a really fun holiday too. Like, yes, yes, it is a very sexual holiday that definitely add, adds to the fun. But it's also, I, you know what? I'm not going to lie. I was a little sad all day yesterday on Beltane because it was my first Beltane in like, I think like eight years of not dancing a maypole dance. Not Because yes. it's, it's a very interactive, nice, fun holiday where people get together, you feast, you dance. Like it's, it's great. And so I definitely missed, I missed my witchy family yesterday a lot. Yeah, it was really hard not being in that physical moment of the frolic and fun. But we did a virtual ritual, which was, I mean, it can't compare to the actual physical one, but we managed to pull it off a little bit, don't you think? Yeah, we, I actually, 
I think I really enjoyed the virtual ritual that we did more than I thought I was going to. Oh, good. I'm glad. And it was cool because we made miniature maypoles. Yes, we did. And so that was really fun. So it was definitely really fun. Yeah, it was. It was a great, a great uh, ritual last night. I had to come up with something and I was batting my head against the wall because I am, like you said, used to that physical um, ritual where everyone's dancing and having merriment and to come down to a virtual thing. You had to really, I had to really stick my head out and think about it. So, but I'm glad it went well. And I hope May Day for everyone out there went just as well. And you celebrated with something yesterday, either by doing a spell or lighting a fire or just being with the one you love. So I hope you had a great May Day yesterday. Yes. And can I just say that, with everything allowing with the universe allowing let's hope that next may day we make up for this one and that it's just gonna be one for the freaking history books you're not kidding next next year will be crazy 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 when people mm -hmm. get out there so <laughs> looking forward to that for sure yeah if i yes. could just validate maybe some feelings that came up on may 1st you know you mentioned Shauna, that you were, you know, maybe a little, little lower energy, a little sad because of what you're used to. Yeah. Um, astrologically, the moon was void, of course, almost all day. From oh. out. So when the moon is void, of course, it's, it's, it is more of an internal day. It's more self-reflective. It's, it's not necessarily a get up and go day. So if I want to validate everybody listening, that if you just didn't feel it like you normally do on Beltane, the moon was void, of course. And as a side note, if you listened in last um, October, Samhain also had the moon void, of course. And we know that Samhain and Beltane are kind of sister uh, Sabbaths because they are opposite. It's the death right. and the life. It's, it's that you can't have life without death. You can't have death without a rebirth in life. So I just, I, I just wanted to validate some people if you had some more mellow feelings on may 1st this year it you're all good do not fret yes that's true and we do have listeners that are all over the world and so i want to say happy belated Samhain to some of you because it is Samhain on the other side of the world mm -hmm. that's mm -hmm. so we definitely have that and that's the thing i think people we kind of forget that sometimes not only are they opposite but they go on at the same time so the veil's been really thin lately too Yes, it has, for sure. Mm -hmm. That is for sure. Feeling. A lot of spirit contact, lots. Yep, I, but you know what? I have this hanging basket in my kitchen that has like some of my vegetables on it and stuff like that. And I'll just watch it randomly start swinging once in a while. Oh boy. Mm -hmm. so <laughs> It's been happening a lot lately and I'm like, okay, and you know what though? I tell my husband and he just kind of like looks at me and pats me on the head as if I'm crazy. <laughs> so you know what one of these days the ghost is gonna bug him and i'm just gonna pat him on the head Heck. i kind of hope the ghost trips him and he falls over actually you know what that's a good one yeah dude fuck yeah go ghost yeah i'm, I'm on team specter for this one <laughs> so what yeah. do we got going on for the month of may all right well let's let's dive in um i just Everybody out there, we all, uh, you know, depending on where you are in the world and, you know, even which state you're in, in the United States, some are still on deep lockdown. Some are maybe able to do a couple things that they haven't been able to do, like in Spain, children are able to go out and play. You know, the point is, it's a, nothing's normal. It's a whole new world. And the month of May is presenting us with a lot of interesting challenges and a lot of food for thought in this whole new world that we are finding ourselves in. So what I'd like to do is just go through some highlights and share obviously our, you know, our moon dates. And then at the end, maybe kind of give a little theme. The theme is going to come out as we discuss, but in the end, let's maybe bring up some themes that we have this month that also are going to transpire for the rest of the year. So that's what I think would be best for us. As I like it. Yeah. So as we said on May 1st, we had a we had avoided forest moon most of the day. So we already talked about that. Um, today is the second, so no wonder we're finally able to record. We got some good flow. It's 
which is great. Nice change because so, so a lot of uh, flow has been a little different as we, as a nice way of putting it for all of us. Um, now on May 3rd, May 3rd presents pretty much the first day of a theme that we're going to have for this entire month and into the next few months and frankly for the rest of the year. Now we have Venus square, which is at a heart, it, it, it's at an angle with the planet Neptune. Venus is love and finances and money. Neptune can bring some spirituality and some of the unseen, but sometimes Neptune can bring confusion. So when you have Venus and Neptune at this sort of a relationship as we have it on the third, it can mean for some delusions in relationships and delusions with money. So I think it's really important since this is going to be a theme throughout the rest of May is I really encourage people to have healthy financial expectations. Cool. A lot of people right now, money is, and money is going to be another theme that we discuss a lot in the month of May. Um, you know, people are kind of having to read, restructure how they use money because there less money is coming in. It means instead of eating out as much, how do I feed myself with less money for longer time period? That's something that I would recommend, especially because we are in the month of Taurus. And Taurus is practical. Taurus is, uh, can be prudent. And Taurus loves to eat. So we can still have these amazing Taurian energies going on, but maybe instead of an opulent night out, find a way to make your meal at home and um, have leftovers. I just, is a good thing to think about. On the third, the reason why this theme is coming out so much is that we also have the moon, which is the emotions, which is also, it's called a T-square when you have two planets at a square, which is usually considered, a, a, can be more tense or challenging angle, and then an opposition, which oppositions can go, can be opportunities or challenges. When you put it all together, I just think that the month is starting off with a real bang with this concept of being careful with your finances and also being realistic in relationship expectations. So okay. I think that's a good place to start for the month. Well, and one thing I just kind of want to touch on when you're talking about relationships, I feel like a lot of people's brains are going to go straight to romantic relationships. And while I feel like that's totally something that's going to get impacted, I think that we're also talking about like just friendships, interactions, other relationships that we have too, right? Absolutely. Because Venus is loving relationships. I love my boyfriend, but I love my girlfriends. Like mm -hmm. it is, it's friendships. I, I, I love all of my people. And I think because we're not able to have our regular, you know, let's get together for dinner, for drinks, let's get together at this ritual, let's get together and hang out, let's get together and have a coffee. Because that's not happening in the normal way, it, it is creating a sense of loss for a lot of us. Um, the, the virtual stuff is great. I know some people, actually miss touch more after doing a virtual thing. I just recommend get used to it because it's better than isolating yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes that delusion true. between Venus and Neptune, people do self-isolate because they're so overwhelmed with how they feel. Oh, that's really interesting. You know, I feel like that I, the whole idea of relationships right now, I think is really interesting. And I think this is something that we've talked about last month too, is just how everyone is appreciating each other more. We're missing each other more. I feel like there's a higher expression of intimacy and love, even if it's just like through words, like people telling each other that they miss each other, that they love each other, you know? Um, so it'll be kind of interesting to see what happens this month with that as we kind of go deeper into our quarantine and into our isolation and see where that kind of brings us. Definitely. It's also, I, uh, another theme that, that happens is, you know, the, the people that you are keeping in good contact with during this are the keepers. Maybe some people by now have fallen off and you haven't talked to them in two months. Yeah. And so it's, it's a good time to, to go, and we're going to talk about this in, a, in a later in a couple of weeks in the month of May. So 
I think I'm going to save that thought until we get to it, if that's cool. cool. But what I okay. want to also address, you're right about the speaking. Because on Monday, which is May 4th, the sun and Mercury are conjunct, and that's called a Cassini. That's when the sun and, and the Mercury are together. Because Mercury moves the fastest because it's closest to the sun. So it's, it's going to hit the sun point, and that's a great time. It's very communicative. And cool. sharing, sharing your words of affirmation with the people in your life. The one thing I want to suggest this month is that because the sun is in Taurus and Mercury is in Taurus and they're both fixed, sometimes there can be a level of righteousness and I must be right. So if you're having a conversation that is leading you down a sense of stubbornness or being staunch in your beliefs, take a deep breath. Not everybody has to be right every single time. Let's focus on the positive of sun and mercury, which is sharing ideas and it's just sharing love, especially Taurus is Venus, which is love and affirmation instead of necessarily griping and holding on tight so that you have to be correct. Okay. Or if you're noticing that somebody else is doing that, everybody's in a pressure cooker right now, have some compassion for them and just be gentle. I like that. Oh. I think that's very well put. Thank you. I, yeah. Very All right, well we're gonna, put. We're going to cruise on. We're going to already go down to May 7th. We're already at our okay. full moon. And, you know, we're, at, you know, we are wine spirits and witches and we do a May, which is May 1st to May 31st. But, you know, the moon doesn't work like that. So this month, our first experience is the full moon, and it'll be at 3.45 a.m. on Thursday. It'll be at oh, wow. 17 degrees Scorpio. So that means if you want to do a full moon working, Wednesday night to 6 is the best time to do that. That's when the moon is going to be at its fullest. Cool. Now, the other thing about May 7th is that while the moon is in Scorpio, it's also going to have that kind of maybe tense angle to Mars. Now sometimes the moon, which is emotions, and Mars, which is vitality, and it can be aggression, sometimes the moon and Mars, they get a little angry and aggro. So with the full moon energy and with the moon and Mars at a tense angle, we could have some high hot emotions. And again, it's just kind of along with what I was saying a couple days previous with the sun and Mercury, I, I recommend, uh, you know, being, being compassionate for people. If people are in conflict, try to always have compassion for who you're trying to have these conversations with. If other people are conflicting around you, I mean, hey, not my circus, not my monkey. Not my monkey, not my circus. Like, that, that could be a good, a good statement for some of the um, higher octane, maybe more aggressive energy that could happen. You know what? And I think that's just something good that people need to know. Cause I mean, even over the last couple of days, I feel like there's been a lot that I've noticed with myself and with other people with shit like that. And it's one of those things where I always tell people my joke is I just work here. Same thing. Like not my circus, not my monkeys. And sometimes I think we all need to remember that, especially right now with being in quarantine, with being restless, like pick and choose those battles. And half the time they're probably not even yours. So it's a good thing to remember right now. 100% agree. All right, so I'm going to scooch on along here, and what's happening is three planets are going retrograde in a four-day period. It, they, now, they, again, oh yeah, deep breath, everybody. Damn, okay. Now, um, these are all Pacific times. So if you live in a different time zone, it could be a little bit different. Uh, we are doing, I, I just have to stick to a, a time zone or it gets too convoluted. For Pacific uh, Standard Time, on the 10th, the 12th, and the 14th, we have three planets going in retrograde. On the 10th, which is Mother's Day, we have Saturn will go retrograde at 9.09 p.m at one degree Aquarius. Now, Saturn is work, Saturn is structure, and Saturn is time. When Saturn stations and goes retrograde, 
you know, there, it happens every year. So it's not the end of the world, but there just could be some changes to work and to structure. And we all already know, we're kind of already living this. So yeah. this could be something that we, we're already experiencing, but I just want to highlight that again, days where planets go retrograde, the planet moves along and then it actually stops, which is called a station before it moves retrograde. In the days of this station and then retrograde, or you know, later on when we talk about station and direct, sometimes those days um, present challenges or they feel weird or like even, I mean, it doesn't even have to be Mercury or Uranus. Sometimes electronics do weird things. Energy is just changing. If you think about Saturn, this big planet out, out in, the, in, the, in the, our cosmos, it's huge. So for it to be moving forward and then stop, that, that energy, think about it when, when something is going fast and then suddenly stops, that energy is coming out. So mm -hmm. I just, that's why I kind of wanted to revisit that a little bit for everybody since we've got three in four days. So, yeah, that's a lot. So is this a time to just kind of, would you say just like kind of be chill and just go with the flow or like, what would you say? Like, what should we be mindful of like in that sense right now? I would absolutely um, take it as a, I know if you're, if you're struggling financially, I deeply, 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 I'm so sorry. And I hope that you can get through to the EDD. I, I hope everything can work out for you out there. But I, I feel like it's a gift that we've been given this week because that's a lot in one in four days. So yes, rest, be chill. And you know, it, anytime a planet goes retrograde, it's a good time to go internal. So think about what kind of work you do. Is it the work you want to do? Like revisit your work, revisit your structure and look at it that way in a calm way instead of, you know, necessarily being angry and reacting to it. Mm -hmm. I think that's really good advice, especially because, you know, I have a couple clients that have stopped working um, and luckily, you know, they're financially okay because of unemployment and stuff, but they're also workaholics. And so mm -hmm. I was talking with a couple of them yesterday and the interesting thing to talk about was it doesn't necessarily mean that you need to stop working in this moment. You can find other things to work towards. And maybe it's also a good time to evaluate, make sure that you are where you want to be. Because this is that time to kind of invest to make those changes later. And if I could include, um, you know, being a workaholic, maybe that's great for your bank account, but is it really healthy for your spirit and yourself? Mm -hmm. Sometimes people are workaholics because they're avoiding any kind of self-work. So yes. If you're a workaholic and you can't work right now, this might be a good time to reevaluate why you're a workaholic and if there's a way that you can work, you can have more, I mean, I hate to use the word balance. It's kind of a, balance is a hard word, but if you can find a, a good even point between work and self. Right, uh -huh. right, yes. And, and not just find it right now. I think the thing to remember is to continue those changes later when life starts to get busier again as well. Correct. You know, because we're building these like quarantine routines and stuff right now that we're all going to kind of, at least we think we're going to toss out the window, you know, and the trick is to make sure that we can, we can keep that balance for these things that are helping us, that work and self-balance. Like you need to make this be something realistic that you can commit to keeping if you want it to like really help you in the long run. Absolutely. All right, we're trucking along on, uh, now the other thing that we have in the middle of this uh, retrogrades is that on Monday the 11th, Mercury goes into Gemini. Now Mercury in Gemini is a ruler. So this is going to be a time where people are going to want to be more talkative. People are going to want to be more chatty. You know, if you're used to doing it in person, get on the phone, get on Zoom, get that chattiness, get, exchange information as much as you can and use that energy to your benefit. All right, here we go. On, on uh, Tuesday, May 2nd, we have kind of May a few 12th? things going on. We have the moon is going to be... Wait, on what day? Because it's the second right now and it's Saturday. Oh, I, I, it'd be helpful if I could read. Thank you. <laughs> Don't have to read. 
I don't have my readers on. The 12th. <laughs> okay. May 12th. I apologize, everybody. On May 12th, which is Tuesday, early in the morning, we have the moon, which is emotions, connected with conjunct Jupiter, which is makes everything bigger. So on Tuesday, we kind of have a brew already of emotions being bigger, okay? We then have Mars is switching from Aquarius into Pisces. Pisces is water. So Mars in a water sign, hey, this is a great time to put all your activity and your energy into art projects. Um, but again, there is kind of an emotional element um, to, because Pisces is a water sign. So Mars, which is activity and aggression and action in a water sign, could be a little more emotional in nature. And then that night is when we have Venus retrograding. Venus retrogrades at 11.45 p.m. Pacific time, and it's at 21 Gemini. Let's talk about Venus retrograde for a minute, because this is a time kind of like a Mercury retrograde when you re-examine and you revisit how you do things. For the Venus, it's time for you to revisit and re-examine how you love, what kind of love you want, and how you operate with money. This is part of the theme that we, we have talked about, where we need to be, we need to have good, healthy expectations with money and frankly with our relationships right now. So this is this is the day when it we we now have our second planet retrograding. So on Tuesday, it's a good day. Let's talk about grounding. The good things about Taurus is that it's an earth sign and it's grounded. Being grounded, A, helps you think before you react. Being grounded helps you with stress in your body. And being grounded, I mean, being grounded just helps everything. I, I think my third point might have, might have just escaped out of my ears. Um, can we talk about being... Uh, we're going to actually take a quick break, in which case um, we're going to regroup and ground ourselves, and we will be right back. And then we're going to talk about whatever it was I just interrupted Taddy talking about, as well as grounding techniques. Okay, guys? Perfect. All right. Okay. We'll be right back. And we are back from our, I'm going to call it our white claw break, because let's be real. What else were we possibly doing? <laughs> nice. So right? we- we left off, we were talking about the needing, the, the need to be grounded. Yes. So Monica. Yes. Give, give us some good grounding tips, please. Some good grounding tips. Well, I feel like sometimes when you need to be grounded, a good thing to do is to hold on to some metal or iron, actually, or some hematite. If you have a hematite stone, that'll bring you right down to the earth. Just hold on to that. I like using those two methods for grounding. Um, you could also do a meditation to ground yourself, uh, just sitting in a quiet space and meditating on something that feels like a tree's roots going into the ground. That will really ground you. As a matter of fact, if you have a tree by you that you fancy, you can put your back and sit right next to the tree, and that will totally ground you out immediately. That's mm -hmm. what I have for grounding, yeah. I don't think anything quite does it just like, being near a tree, honestly. Right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, if you have a tree, if you have a special tree that you can go out and sit and put your back against it and just sit with the earth, that's a beautiful form of grounding. It really yeah. works very well. But grabbing a hematite or some um, iron, um, that works equally as well. Yeah. The only other thing that I'd add um, is something that I started doing through my yoga practice, which is really nice. It's just like the three second breathing where you do like three second inhales and three second exhales. And I uh -huh. think those help really, really well as, um, as well. Right. Yeah. So there, you know, there's some quick and dirty ways of grounding for sure. So. That's great. Uh, grounding and the, the breathing to help the grounding is excellent. Um, there's a day that we're going to get to in, a, in May that I, we're going to revisit that. So okay, that's okay. really great advice. Awesome. Uh, let's, I'd like to go ahead and bring up what's going to, the Jupiter retrograde on May the 14th, which is the Thursday. 
So that's our third retrograde in four days in the for Pacific time. Uh, Jupiter will go retrograde at 7.32 a.m. at 27 Capricorn. Now, anytime we talk about Jupiter, it makes everything bigger. So what we've had already is Saturn, which is work and structure, retrograding. We've had Venus, which is money and love, love relationships, retrograding. And now we have Jupiter, which is opportunities, retrograding. So when you put these three together, you know, we are having changes in work and structure, how much money we have, our loving relationships, and opportunities. So that's why these four days, these are, this is a lot that we are having to deal with. I am not surprised that we are in some sort of strange, new, whole, brave new world. Um, but what is our goal as witches is how to respond to it. And by practicing these grounding techniques and by being prepared up front, we can handle anything. We can weather any storm. Now, something else that's happening on the 14th with Jupiter retrograding, we talked a, a couple days earlier about the moon and Mars. And the moon and Mars are uh, conjunct that day, which means they're together. So that's just another time where heightened emotions, intense feelings, and uh, this sort of thing can come out on a day when the big planet stops and retrogrades. So we just kind of have this brew happening between, you know, structure and work, money and love, and opportunities and making things bigger. So as we talked about the grounding, one thing that also just dawned on me is, you know, we, we know and enough of us are reading the news that, you know, some of us are really lucky in our quarantine. We live with people we love or if we're introverts and we live alone, there's no reason for us to pretend we have to go anywhere. So this is a great time. Some people who live in environments that maybe they don't feel comfortable or they don't, you know, there there's has been a proven to discussion about more domestic violence and domestic violence and child abuse. And for anybody who's living in a situation that is hard, um, these grounding techniques um, are also really helpful in a protective sense. A lot of this, you know, maybe we can talk about this, that grounding and protection, a, a lot of the stones, it, it, that's what made me think of this. A lot of the stones that Monica mentioned, perhaps even though you're inside, you know, wearing a piece of hematite or, or wearing a piece of black tourmaline, any, any extra little thing that you can do to keep yourself calm during this intense feeling and being in a pressure box of being inside is can help i mean is that is that a fair statement about those stones wearing them yes holding them yes yes absolutely absolutely and i mean if you know we you can't go to your local shop but the green man is doing online um yeah, they're doing online sales, so you can still, you know, we can we can still get things shipped to us is the thing that we have to remember. I think we keep forgetting that we're, since we are in isolation, we feel like we can't go and get some of the things that we need, but we're really fortunate that so many stores are still shipping supplies. Great. I just think that was one more really, really important thing to mention. Um, okay, on Saturday, May 16th, we've got the moon with Neptune. So finally, we have one of these days that's lovely. We've got the three M's. We've talked about those quite a few times on this, on this podcast. Uh, meditate, magic, and muse. This is a good time to meditate. It's a good time to work on your magic, and it's a good time to work on a creative project. Use that Saturday while you're indoors to love yourself, love your spirit, and love magic, and that's a great day for that. Um, I'm going to cruise on along. Um, on Wednesday, May the 20th, the sun is moving into Gemini. Okay. So we have Mercury, which, it, or we have, this, we have Mercury, which is ruled by Gemini, which is the planet of communication and information exchange. And now the sun also in the same sign. So we've got 
this brew happening of a lot of talking. Now, what we also have on May 20th, we have the second pass of our theme for this month, which is Venus, which is now retrograded, it's gone back and it's square at that 10th angle with Neptune again. We've already discussed that we're going to have realistic expectations of money and our loving relationships. So we're, we're already starting to get that going. I just wanted to point out, this is another day where it's an actual pass. Now, because Venus is going backwards, it's not literally going backwards. We've also had the discussion about retrogrades. From our perspective on Earth, it, because of science, astrophysics stuff that Taddy McCoy loves but has no idea how to explain, it looks like Venus is going backwards. And it, that's why we've got these backwards motions. It's not, you know, the Venus is not, if Venus went backwards, I, I think there was probably an asteroid and that would just be the worst thing ever. So what's yeah. really happening is we have this, this, these themes, because Neptune is further out and stays around the same degree, this theme is the whole month. It's, it's really the whole month. And that's why we are laying groundworks for ways to take care of ourselves while we're in quarantine and ways to ground, ways to be realistic, because it's a, it's, this is a time for us to be more careful and in, careful with ourselves and how we operate in the world. That's all I'm saying. So now, which is along the same lines of, of this whole theme of having realistic expectations in money and love, when people have money problems, well, let me get to the day. I'm sorry, everybody. I'm, I'm getting, Daddy's getting a little wound up. So I'm going <laughs> to practice those three breaths and slow it down a little bit. On Friday, the 22nd, we have Mercury in Gemini, and it's conjunct, which is right next to Venus, which is retrograding in Gemini. Now, whenever you have Mercury and Venus together, traditionally, this is a time where you, how you feel, feel about your loving relationships this would typically be a really good time to communicate share have a verbal communication with somebody you love this is a this is typically a good time to do that but what i want to recommend because venus is retrograde and if people are having money problems if people are feeling pent up because we've been inside and we're not able to do our regular routine in this pressure cooker, what sometimes could happen in relationships, it's really easy to point your finger. You want to point the finger at somebody because if you're not happy, that person right in front of you, it's their fault. Now, yep, yep. we all know that's actually not what's really going on. If you are unhappy, in your living situation, in your loving relationship, if you're unhappy because of your finances, let's think before we react. Let's think and go internally. Why am I unhappy? Let's not point the finger and let's not escalate these, these, these situations that we're in that we're in pressure cookers. This is the time to work on your breaths that Shauna talked about a few days earlier and I even caught myself work on the breath don't react don't point your finger this is not the time to because you know you're unfulfilled in your life to blame the person that you're, your your boyfriend or girlfriend or your whoever you're living with this is not the time to point blame this is the time to go internal and work on your own heart level mm -hmm. you guys think mm -hmm. yeah and you know this is something and I'm stealing these words from Monica right now is don't, don't act off your emotions. Don't what? Don't act off of your emotions. It's, it's not a time to do that. And if you need to be emotional, then you need to, you need to vent. You need to call your best friend that you can vent and talk shit to. You need to write it down. You need to go and break something. I don't know. Like you need to find ways to get it out instead of coming at that person that's right in front of you. Because just remember during this time that you you'll regret it later when your emotions have cooled down. And even yeah. if you feel like you're not going to regret it and you're like, I don't care. Like, fuck it. Like, okay, okay, that's fine to feel that way too. But you know what? Don't, don't let anyone have that, that advantage of taking your power like that. Don't let them see you sweat. 
Right. Brilliant. Don't give away your power, no mm -hmm. matter what. For sure. Um, okay. I feel like I went too fast again, my people. I did. I, I, I apologize. I, I missed one of the moon. I missed a moon. On the 14th is when we have our third quarter, and that's the same day that we have the, the Jupiter retrograde. Mm -hmm. It'll be at 7.03 a.m. at 24 degrees Aquarius. Sorry, everybody. Taddy needs to work on her breathing. Um, <laughs> we're still on the 22nd, and that's what made me realize I missed that third quarter. Sorry. On Friday the 22nd, um, we have our new moon. So when mercury and venus are actually conjunct it's 1:41 a.m so that moon is still dark so sometimes some of those deep dark feelings the shadow of ourselves that's another reason to be careful and think and go internally and that keep that finger keep that finger on your phone or keep that finger in your pocket no yes. pointing of your fingers on friday the 22nd because we have our new moon um at 10:39 a.m at two degrees gemini um now, luckily, for the remainder of the month, we have a couple days where the moon is void, of course, on most of the day. On um, Sunday the 24th, most of the day, the moon is void, of course. On Thursday the 28th, we've got a whole void day. Since we're already working on going internally and we're working on our breathing, we're working on our grounding, these are just two more days to really maybe practice it so that it's already in you instead of you having to, when you want to point that finger, you got to remind yourself to breathe, practice, so that it's just kind of more of a natural response. Mm -hmm. And on Friday the 29th, we have our first quarter at nine degrees Virgo. And um, that, my ladies, is the end of the month. All I'll right. just real quick do the moon magic, and then we're just going to revisit some themes that we've talked about. Moon magic days on Thursday, May 7th, we have our full moon at 17 Scorpio, 3.45 a.m. Thursday, May 14th, we have our third quarter at 24 Aquarius, 7.03 a.m. Friday the 22nd, we have our new moon at 2 degrees Gemini at 10.39 a.m. And Friday, we have uh, May 29th, we have our first quarter at 9 degrees Virgo at 8.30 p.m. So when we look at May, it's pretty clear we, you know, when I was writing May up, I was, I, I was wondering, is this ever going to end? This is a long month. I just, the planet writing took me a long time because, you know, May is one of those 31 degree, 31 days. Yeah. And it's just, we, we have a lot astrologically going on. Um, we talked about our theme of are being realistic with our finances and being realistic in our loving relationships. Um, earlier in the month, I think it's really important to look at that Taurus and, and what do resources mean and, you know, to, to revisit how we work with our resources. You know, we can still have a love of food and things beautiful. Um, while we're in quarantine, we can cook. I mean, oh, yeah. it's, I, I know that I have kind of gotten back to my roots. I, I don't need to buy rice cauliflower. I have a food processor. I can, I can rice my own cauliflower. Little things that will help your finances and your soul feel, re, feel nourished are really important. I really want everybody in, the, in this month of May, especially before, you know, the 20th, when we have the sun moving into Gemini, what are your small pleasures? Let's, cooking. let's cooking. be honest. Yeah, cooking like, is mine. We can't go out to our big of things that we love to do that give us pleasure. Let's find some small pleasures that we can get at home, okay? Mm -hmm. It's just a good time to practice this. Um, I just, I want to go ahead and finish out by um, looking at the practicality of Taurus and looking at the practicality of the situation we are in. Um, astrologically, what's happening in May is not in a vacuum. It doesn't mean that on those four days, those are the only four days of the retrogrades, that those are gonna be days that we need to be aware and there could be some challenges. This is laying a groundwork 
for the rest of the year. And I think it's really important that we have realistic expectations of the situation that we are in with the plague. We are in an unprecedented time period and uh, the whatever normal we had before, let's be honest, it will forever be changed. Yes. Um, it's forever changed. And let's be honest, a lot of things needed to change. Our relationship between work and money and workers' issues and workers' rights has got to be revisited. Issues of, and, and it, again, I'm jumping ahead. We, we keep talking about what happened in January, which was that Saturn and Pluto, um, you know, the, re the transformation of structures. And these structures that I'm talking about, like work and also like health insurance, government, all of these things are kind of at this time in the middle of these changes. And as people, we're kind of on the outside of it, but experiencing it through this quarantine and through a lot of joblessness and people losing healthcare. These are things that are, it's not an overnight fix. Um, and as we know, this virus that we're dealing with, we don't know a lot about it. It's new. Um, there's no vaccine. I know vaccines is a very touchy subject. I'm in no way pro or against vaccine. That's not what I'm getting at. What I'm getting at is that for the rest of the year, I, I encourage people to be prepared that whatever you normally do throughout the year may not be an option. Today, I was supposed to be at Goth Coachella over in Carson, Los Angeles. I was supposed oh, wow. to see my Daniel Ash. I was supposed to see Bauhaus. I was supposed to see Blondie, like all of these legendary artists. Oh, wow. It, it, it got postponed to September and I am, I am not holding my breath. I, yeah. I, am, I really want to encourage people that some of these changes, especially the ones specific to May, are going to need to unfold and, and, and kind of evolve as the rest of the year goes. We have, um, you know, retrogrades for the, the planets like Saturn and Pluto, they last until late, later in the year. Um, later in the year we have, we'll discuss later, but later in the year we have a Mars retrograde in September and October and November. Um, you know, we got our good old Mercury is going to retrograde again in June. We, more things are coming up that are connected to a whole new world and a whole new paradigm. And instead of getting upset and, you know, stomping your feet, obviously I am a proponent of, you know, having a night of a pity party, have a few hours where you have your pity party. No concerts, no traveling, no this. Uh, it's very sad. Like this is, there's a lot of loss this year, but we, I, I fully recommend everybody to just downshift and watch the year unfold, be compassionate and learn as much about yourself while you have the time as you can. So I, I, yeah. that's kind of what I wanted to touch on. And if you guys wanted to add to that, or if you wanted to the yeah, the one thing that I'd like to say and kind of just remind people as we as we move forward with whatever our new normal is and as we are faced with our challenges, our disappointments, our arguments and all of these things, you know what? Try and take a different perspective with it. Don't fall back into your old habits because in so many ways, a lot of our old ways have have started to kind of go away, you know, and this should include our own behaviors. And it's time to leave those in the past. You know, we keep talking about how the world, as we have known it, has changed. So shouldn't we be changing too? You know, and I think that a lot of people have definitely taken this time. And, you know, some people have been productive. Some people haven't. We've all, we've all done whatever it is that we, that we can do, whatever we're capable of doing. But we can, we can revisit our own perspective of things. Yeah, it's like new beginnings, new start. You know, out with the old, in with the new, because things are def definitely changing and shifting, and we need to go with those changes and shifts. Yeah, we can't stay. We can't leave. You know, stay where we were because it's not going to work. 
not with the new new stuff coming in, new life, new beginnings, new starts, new worlds. It's going to be an interesting change for everyone, let me tell mm -hmm. you. Yeah. And I think, the things that, I think the things that we took for granted before, we no longer will do that. <laughs> like yeah, the little yeah. things, like being able to go to the store or going out in free will, seeing our friends, gathering at parties, doing rituals, all of that, we're not going to take for granted, for sure. Exactly. Yeah. We're, we're witches. I, I said it earlier, you know, change. The only thing that is constant is change and you know sometimes we get we get used to things and we've got our schedules and we you know we have our day-to-day -day routines but um this is an opportunity it's always you know it's really easy in a, i wanted to throw one more thing in about astrology there is there is this concept of doom and gloom in astrology and i'm trying to present to you that there are some challenges but really, there are always opportunities because when you are challenged, you can sit there and cry all you want. You can hold on. You can do that if you choose to, but how is that going to help? If you look at all of this that we're experiencing as an opportunity, I, I encourage, you know, again, take your pity party if you need to, but please, whatever opportunity you can see in the, in the midst of all of this heavy change, please run with it. Let us know about it. We'd all like yeah. to know how, how people are responding to this. Um, these, these, instead of necessarily focusing on the challenge or the bad, how is this an opportunity to move forward? And that's kind of a trick in, it's not a trick, but it's, it's the way that I look at astrology instead of, you know, because oftentimes people will ask me, oh, am I fucked? <laughs> The question that I get when I say, let's talk about your chart or when, when everybody's ready to start their reading, am I fucked? Tell me if I'm fucked. Yeah. That's, let's, let's, re, let's revisit that. You know, what do you have to learn is a lot better way of looking at how all of these heavy astrology concepts can help you instead of fucking you because that's not the point. Yeah. Well, and at the end of the day, we can't avoid having challenging stuff and bad stuff happen to us. It's part of life. It's part of the human experience. So instead of just looking at it like you're getting fucked, just be like, okay, this is where I get to learn something. You might as well get something out of it. If it's going to happen anyway, you might as well get something out of it, right? Yeah. Shape shift, shape shift, shape yes. shift your mood, shape shift your energy, shape shift your thinking. You can do it. We're with you. I love that. I love that, that shape shift. I, mm -hmm. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. Because shape let's shift. be honest. Being a victim is not sexy. It's no. not, it's not, a, it's not attractive. Nope. And you know what? I always say to my people when they get readings and stuff, I say two things. You have two choices. You can either be a victim or not be a victim. What would mm -hmm. you like to do? You know? So it's that simple. Just apply it. It's true. It's so true. It really, it really is. It, it sounds complicated or it sounds like you don't know, but you know what? Shape shift. That's, that's a perfect way to put it, you know? Yeah. So I like that. So it looks like, you know what, this, this upcoming month is going to be a little bit of a challenge, but the one yes. thing that we all have to remember is that we all, we all have some kind of support system and we have to lean on that. You know, we have to lean into, lean into the challenges, lean into them and lean into the change because that that's what's happening right now. And all of this stuff comes because it curates change. So we might as well just lean into it and not resist it. And that, by, by doing that, it will help you all and help every, all of us get through this year yeah for yeah. sure and we'll, and we'll grow from it too you know exactly be, right exactly i love the concept of shape-shifting i was watching a show about uh on Net netflix has a great show about the brain so there's yeah. like meditation anxiety all these different concepts you know brain brain stuff and this Buddhist monk was talking about how when he was a kid, he was scared and had panic attacks. And his dad told him a myth, if a fox is coming at you and you're the, tur the turtle, go into your shell and be still. Right. Mm -hmm. And I love turtles. Turtles are my totem. And I had forgotten, hey, I need to turn into a turtle instead <laughs> of necessarily being stressed. Mm -hmm. And I, 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 I just this reinforces I'm going to revisit my turtle 
and tortoise totem. Oh, there you go. I love it. Love it. Thank you. Shape shift, motherfuckers. Shape shift. I yeah. love it. So as we as we wrap up, I don't know about you guys. I'm actually I need to think about who my shout out for for this oh. month. This week is gonna be. Do you got one? I got one. Do it. My shout out goes to a friend of mine and a social justice amazement and an artistic, the, the video, everything I can even articulate. AJ. AJ is part of this awesome art collective in Los Angeles. It's called X Corps. They're an eclectic art collective. The art that they do is cutting edge. They are so inclusive. Everybody is allowed to come. But AJ in particular has been so helpful in sharing productive and healthy and science-based information about COVID, about how to respond to being in quarantine. AJ, I just want to thank you so much. AJ, I'm so thankful that I have a resource, a place that I can go to instead of like, you know how the news is coming out? It's all over Egypt. Like you don't know what to believe. Yeah, I trust, yeah. I trust AJ. I trust the X Corps Collective. And I'm, I'm, I want to shout out because your work is helping everybody in your community, which they then will help everybody in their community. And it's positive. It's healthy. Thank you. That's awesome. Yes, guys, thank you. I am I am aware of this art collective um, through Mary, the Contrary Dame, who I love dearly. She makes badass jewelry. Badass. And I am aware of them, and I see some of the work that they do, and it's amazing. And it's just it's it's really cool to see such a an eclectic group of such talented people that come together like that. I love it. And the fact that it's more than just art, they care about their community. They care about. Um, society i mean they really do care and aj i'm spacing out on your last name i strout 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 thank you yes. Yes. <laughs> out again. psychic <laughs> um <laughs> yes that that is awesome my shout out for today i've shouted out to them before but i'm going to do it again is my darling friends um annie and melina I love both of them. They both work in the medical field. So they are out there busting their asses right now. And even through that, they're just so calm and collected, or at least they're trying to be. I'm pretty sure I'd be ripping my hair out. And they're some of my favorite people in the world and some of the kindest souls that I know. So I love you guys. Thank you for doing what you're doing. Thank you for being you. You guys are the shit. Okay. My shout out is to my coven sister, Beth. She just lost her mother yesterday. She crossed over yesterday. And I know She's having a hard time because she's in England and her mom is here and she can't get here. So I'm just shouting out to her and telling her that I love her and I, I care about her, sending her virtual hugs and I'm here for her. She needs me. That's my shout out for today. We love you, Beth. Yeah. Blessings and hugs to you from Taddy, Beth. Yeah. It's hard so, times. Yeah. So everyone, everyone that's going through a hard time right now, just remember, we love you and we're here for you in any capacity that we can be. And I have to say that I feel like our Facebook group, um, the Wine Spirits and Witches Facebook group has become such a cool little community space for people to go and, and talk and, and connect. And I, so, you know what, if you guys need to post in there to lean, lean on your, on your virtual coven, cause that's what we're here for guys. Right. And don't forget that um, we're going to be picking a winner for our free, for our reading. If right. Correct. Shauna yes, will be doing that. Yep. Yeah. And also I want you to be aware of, uh, Shauna and I are just doing some classes, uh, through zoom and you can sign up for them on the green man website. So you can go to the website and check out our classes. If you're interested in uh, joining any of our classes. Yep. Monica has a badass one coming out tomorrow. Probably by the time you guys have heard this, it might already have passed, but send Monica a message and harass her to do candle magic class. This woman is the shit when it comes to candle magic and oh, yeah. she sign up. She will redo her classes and stay tuned because wine spirits and witches has some cool little projects coming our way too. So oh, yeah. we will keep everybody posted. Taddy, as always, thank you for sharing all of your knowledge with us because I don't know about everyone listening. I do because they all love you too, but um, you're just such an, a talented astrologer and you make things seem so not scary, you know, and I think that that's really important because you need to 
sometimes we need to know that things are going to get challenging, but still not be terrified of it. And you do such a good job with that. And it's always definitely really helped me when I've gotten readings with you. And it just makes so much sense. Earlier last week, I even texted you. I was like, you're so fucking psychic because you nailed everything. So thank you so much. Yes. Thank you, Teddy, for your time and your energy and the effort that you put in for us. Thank you so much. You guys think me, but I, you guys, I, I, I have some hyperness. I don't know what I have, but you guys really inspire me. And I really appreciate how much you guys empower me and include me. I just really, I'm really thankful. Thanks a lot. You're the oh, you're shit. So we welcome. love you. We love you so much. I love you too. We're just having a little witchy love fest. I guess the Beltane energy is still there. <laughs> oh, yeah. Absolutely. For sure. Woo, 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 woo. Well, everyone, we will see you guys soon. We will talk to you next week. We've got some new content coming out for you guys soon. Thank you for listening. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Stay the fuck inside. Yes. And on yes. that, Mary Meet. Mary Part. And, and Mary, Mary Meet again. Mary meet again.